up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, maybe? Good to see you this evening. I'm so excited to talk about all things Marvels. That makes, I think, one of us on the platoon. So next, we have got Peter. Pete, glad to have you with us. Hey, I uh, saw this movie in the theaters, and I did not rewatch it for tonight. So that gives you a hint about what I thought about it. <laughs> and and that is from the Defender of the Faith. So. And last but certainly not least, we've got Steve. Steve. Hi, everyone. Hey. Guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you'll never miss any of the episodes we've got coming up. And we've got a couple fun ones and a couple potentially controversial ones coming up. So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing. So this week, it came, just came out on Disney+. Plus. We watched The Marvels. It's a new show starring Captain Marvel and Cap and Monica Rambo and Ms. Marvel and Nick Fury and the Octopus Cats and um somebody from who had a hammer that wasn't a hammer, but it was like this power thing. And the she was a Cree, so we're back to that whole thing again. And then they're like going all uh, space balls on them by stealing the air out of their atmosphere. And I didn't even think of space balls. Seriously. Of course. Of course. So <laughs> believe it. It was short. Um, Pete, as I said, as the resident Marvel, you'll stand up for just about anything Marvel. You've never met a Marvel you didn't like. Until tonight, I have a feeling. But what was good about this movie? Uh, yeah, I was going to steal from you, Derek, but you already said it. It was short. Um, but I'll, I'll spin that in a more positive way. I thought the movie was very tight. A lot of Marvel movies of late have been very um, overstuffed. Uh, too many, especially towards the end, too many drawn out confrontations at the end i was i was glad to see a marvel movie that was a little bit of a tighter story um so it didn't didn't feel as flabby as a lot of the movies do um i also really liked uh iman Vellani, the uh woman that plays uh, kamala khan or miss marvel um i thought she brought a lot of charm to her role just like she did in her own miniseries uh also her family was kind of fun um it, it was a little bit of the same as we saw in the series but um you know it was it was it was like just it was a good part of comic relief uh that you know i do think overall this movie uh had enough of that that Sometimes the Marvel movies lately haven't had enough comic relief, and this one certainly did. Um, I also kind of liked the singing planet just because it was different. Uh, what about you, Steve? And uh -oh. Steve was technical issues because he, I'm sorry, it's in the day. Um, I liked that it centered around three female leads where there wasn't, there was tension between them, but there was not like a infighting, like we have to get together, we have to figure this out. And it was sort of a positive spin instead of, you know, I don't like her and we have to figure that out, but it was straight into the problem. 
Um, I like you. I think that it was nice and short and concise. There was that great overall story. Um, I liked how they carried over the sort of the feel of Miss Marvel with Miss um, Marvel's character, sort of that humor, tongue in cheek um, at points. I really like that. Um, I liked some of the comedy. I had issues with some of the comedy, but we can talk about that in the next round. So I would say those two things. Um, I've already given my main positive is that it was short. So I think if it was a two hour and 45 minute movie, they would have had people walking out. Um, there was one moment where I chuckled. It was the, so we're literally hurting cats line. I thought that line was clever, <laughs> but Kate. I liked it. <laughs> okay. I liked it, but I think I liked it. I think I was probably looking at it differently than you all. You had three badass female characters as the leads. You had, I love the three of them. I love the three of them together. Um, Cap, not Captain, uh, Miss Marvel might be in my top three favorite of the Marvel universe. I just, and I don't know, I was talking to Casey about this. I don't know if that's because I love her character or how well this actress portrays Captain or Miss Marvel. Her blend of innocence and youth and badassery as a superhero is perfection. How she portrays Miss Marvel to me is perfection. Um, and I just, I loved watching her with the like, oh my God, it's Captain Marvel with also like, hey, but I'm like also kind of auditioning for the Fit Avengers. Like I just, it was so good. Her performance was so good. Um, I really liked it. Were there parts that weren't great? Yeah, we're going to get to that. But overall, I loved watching three badass women like leading this movie. Um I I love that it showed their weaker sides and it showed them band, banding together. Um, oh my God. All of Miss um, Marvel's family had me laughing out loud. Like their comedy, the in my opinion, that comedy was so good and was so well written. Um, I really loved the costuming for this movie. I loved Captain Marvel's dress when they're in the whole... Um, singing land or whatever i loved her dress in that um and i loved when they all came out and and monica rambo and captain marvel and um kamala were they all had each of their their suits or whatever was so tailored to them and i loved that kamala's um still showed her is it indian heritage is it indian yeah pakistani i think okay um that that like it even just like it had it was a nod to that culture um yeah there were parts and we're going to talk about it that weren't great but overall i would rewatch this over guardians 3 i would rewatch this over i this has rewatchability to me so and i know i'm going to be the lone wolf on this one and i'm okay with that um but i really enjoyed it kate i would agree 3 very strong female characters. Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, and Valkyrie. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Get out of here. If I had a way to drop you down, I would right now. Oh, what? You don't. So <laughs> you have to deal with it. I uh, We'll get to it here in just a little bit. So that's what we liked about the movie. Steve, I'm going to give you first shot at what should have been swallowed by a flurkin and not regurgitated. Okay, so I have three things. Um, it was too predictable. Like my husband and I were watching it, and we totally predicted the end about halfway through. So too predictable. Um, I'm tired of the same sort of storyline. Quick battle. The the villain almost wins and then quickly gets conquered. So. I found that boring. And then if you're going to go into cheese with the singing island, you have to go all in throughout the entire movie. It just seemed very clunky at this one point. 
now we have a singing island and they can't understand us because we're not singing. And that was not played up nearly enough. Correct. And then yeah. how did Goose become pregnant with all, all the flurkin eggs? All of a sudden there's flurkin eggs there, right? So I did enjoy the I did enjoy the cat humor, just having cats. And like you said, Derek, hurting cats. <clears throat> Being a teacher, totally got it. But those are the main three things. Not cheesy enough if you're going to go that way. Too short. I mean, not too short. Um, too short? Not too short. Um, predictable. Okay. And then the villain battle is too short. Like, like, got in, we have to wrap it up. So, Well, and a villain that was really done in by her own hubris. The, because yeah. in reality, this is another one of those movies where if she, if they give her the bracelet when she first wants it, most of this movie doesn't happen because she uses them and it destroys her. Then, and then we have the, then you can have the rip in reality, and then you can truly bring in the X Men because the, I'm sorry, the the constant. Okay, we're gonna throw them in at the end. We're gonna throw them at the end. We're gonna throw them at the end. And and I'm kind of getting to the next question we're going to get, so I'm going to back off a little bit. But I don't know. It was... I, Steve, I'm surprised it took you halfway through to predict what was going to happen. Um, with her talking It might have been sooner. With I her guess talking about mind. she was gone, and she wished she could have come back, and I need you... The fact that they were going to separate again was fairly obvious. Um, I was annoyed by the singing planet again, Steve, though, because I think they didn't take it far enough. And lean into the cheese. <sighs> yeah. Into the cheese there. You need to lean into the cheese the whole movie. And this did not. Um, as a high school teacher, Myth Marvel is one of the most annoying characters in the Marvel universe because I deal with her every day <laughs> and i don't want to watch her on a mo in a movie and and that's that's a professional hazard but the the whole the oh my gosh it's captain marvel okay give me that for like two or three scenes don't give me that for half the movie um the bouncing back and forth got old like okay we get it every time they activate a activate their powers simultaneously but does it have to go on for a 10-15 minute fight scene it, it's just it, 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 it got the joke was that they were bouncing back and forth and it's one of those I don't think you understood it the first 10 times so let's do it another 30 <laughs> um, Samuel Jackson was wasted in this movie I it, it, the the whole especially him in a fight scene with a gun are you telling me he only got one shot off that hit somebody i mean come on have you guys not seen pulp fiction i mean come on um it just there was nothing there to this movie there was no reason that i had to care about this movie why should i care i i mean we're still doing the Crees and the Scrolls, really. It's it's just, as I said, it, I'm I'm getting into the next question we're gonna have, but I'm gonna stop there because I could have kept going for a while. Kate, what didn't work for this movie for you? So, while I loved the Singing Planet, I was watching it and I was like, oh, people are gonna hate this. <laughs> Like, I love it, and I think it's super clever because it's something we haven't seen before. But I can already feel people going, oh, God, this is too campy. Um, okay, so that was a little rough. Do you agree that if they had gone farther, it would have been funnier? Probably. Yeah. Um, I didn't like this villain. She was blah to me. She wasn't intriguing at all. Um. I wanted, like, that's what makes Marvel, certain parts of Marvel so intriguing is the villains. And this Mar this villain was just blah. There was just no substance to her. Um, you didn't 
love to hate her or you didn't um excuse me i don't want to say blah works blah works yeah blah Blah works works. like with thanos there was a part of you and even kang a little bit you didn't you didn't like resonate with them but there was also like a teeny pit of humanity to them and this girl is just blah just blah so um so yeah the villain the villain part really kind of was like um I had another one, but now it's gone. I Overall, I liked this movie. I didn't have a lot bad to say about it. Um, Derek and I vehemently disagree on Miss Marvel. I, But I'm not... I don't hang out with high schoolers every single day, so... No, no, um, I didn't hang out with. I said interact with. No, if I hang out with high schoolers, we've got a whole other set of problems. Got problem. a whole other problem. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I think I see a lot of myself in Miss um, Marvel that that feeling of excitement versus uh, trying to be cool and fit in and feel like an adult, but you also kind of feel like an imposter because you're just excited to be invited to the table. Like that's, so I think that's partly why I like her so much. Um, But yeah, I, a couple of the fight scenes drug on a little bit, but I actually liked them jumping back and forth. I actually liked them. I thought that was, because it kept catching me off guard when they would do it. They did it a lot, yeah, but there were certain parts that that I thought were creative. So, um, so yeah, I didn't know a lot better to say. What about you, Pete? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend that before I start talking about what's wrong. Um, the when you have a when you have a character that's so overpowered as Miss Marvel is, you have to not. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, Captain was, Marvel. Sorry, power, Captain yeah. Marvel is when she's when she, when you have a character that's such so overpowered, you have to do something to knock their power down because otherwise they would just win. Okay, right? so overpowered uh, or overpowering? Because I think if you if someone well, is, if Miss Marvel was overpowered because they were stronger than she was. Captain Marvel was overpowering. No, that's that's what they were. That's what they refer to in in yeah. geek circles. They call them OP. They call them overpowered. Which Superman's overpowered because okay, nobody can enough. stop okay. him, and that's why you have that's why you have Kryptonite. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, Captain Marvel kind of has no weakness. She, you know, in the first movie, she defeated the defeated the Kree. Once she realized who she was, she basically defeated the Kree by like flying through and smashing their ships and they didn't have a chance. So they have to throw something at her that makes it so it makes her it difficult for her to use her powers. So I think that part of the movie worked. Um, I will also say, even though I'm going to say a bunch of bad things about this movie, I didn't hate this movie. The reason is it felt and 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 I will agree with Kate. I did I do like seeing, you know, strong women characters leading a movie. I have no issues with that. I felt like this movie was someone took the last 30 Marvel movies and put them into an AI chatbot and said, Can you write me a script for a Marvel movie? And this is what we got. This is what we got out. We got it, we got. Uh, you know, we got a very generic uh, bad guy that has a relationship with the main hero. Um, you know, like at, at least it wasn't Tony Stark again, so that's good. But you know, the that they hate because we've had like we've had like four. It's Tony Stark made me's. Uh, but you know, and then you have then you have uh. Captain, uh, you know, you have Captain Marvel, who's super powerful, but she doesn't know how to relate to the people, her, her friends and her family. And then you have the the new kid like Spider-Man, who uh, is really just happy to be there and all excited and we and then poor Monica Rambeau gave her kind of nothing to do, particularly um, Nick Fury was completely wasted. They completely ignored um, not that it was all that good, but they completely ignored um, Secret Invasion, which was just like uh-huh. six months ago. And this supposedly happened after Secret Invasion. And 
they had scrolls on other planets after we were just told all the scrolls were on earth. What? But, and that's a nitpick, but, <laughs> but just in general, just so generic. And I just, I just, you know, uh, Kate used blah as a description. And that to me was this movie was blah. I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I just felt it was, there was nothing. It wasn't giving me anything new. Um, and I, I think that's why I liked the singing planet. Cause it was at least, at least felt a little bit new, uh, as, as an idea. Um, it didn't make a lot of sense that they couldn't understand them when they were speaking words instead of singing words. But you know, it, it, uh, <laughs> at least there were, there was like, at least it was like an idea that was kind of, kind of clever. And as I said, I don't think, I don't think they quite hit it, but it, um, yeah, I don't know. I could, I, I could pick on this movie a ton, but um, I, I, I just, I just feel like it felt so generic to me. Like there was nothing, you know, unless, unless I just look at great, we got women leading the movie, which is great, but that isn't enough to save that. It's just a very generic story. And I think I, I was, it, I left the theater thinking i never need to see this again so and and that's how i left my disney plus account is i left it feeling i'm never watching this again yep so oh hey of late marvel has not been great the last thing that everybody seemed to enjoy was endgame realistically just a, one of the last things that they seemed to enjoy was Endgame. Um, Captain America and Winter Soldier was fair, was basically well received. WandaVision was basically well received. Um, since then, though, the general trend has been downhill, especially with the movies. The movies have been going downhill faster because the last two movies come out are this and Guardians 3. And, and Ant-Man 3. And Ant-Man 3 and The Eternals. What about Multiverse no, Eternals, of Madness? Eternals was two and a half years ago. Oh. Multiverse of Madness. Was um, last summer. Was last summer. But so, but of late, the trend has been downhill. I would agree. Okay. Is the MCU as it is going now? in trouble. Kate, I'm going to start with you on this one. Yeah. I, n- overall, no, I don't think so. I think that Marvel, I think Kevin Feige knows what he's doing and I think Marvel will find a way to pull out a plot twist that will re-engage everyone. The problem is we watched en- Endgame, Infinity War and Endgame, they started building that from uh the very first captain america which came out in like 2011 so it like it's been building for what 10 years and we didn't know when those movies came out when captain america and all those movies came out we didn't realize that that's what they were building toward we didn't realize that it that all of these movies were going to be inter- at least i didn't realize all these movies are going to be intertwined and that like the the big the big build. So I would like while yeah, it's not as up to snuff as some of the movies of late, I will say that w- Infinity War and Endgame were so good because of the storytelling and because of the build up to that. Um I think Marvel will get there again. Adding X-Men in is going to help. Um Right now, I think it's in trouble, but it, they will. Fi- I think they will find a way to course correct. So, what about you, Pete? Um, I hope they do, because uh, to to me, I think the mistakes uh, the mistakes they're making are to me are fa- fairly obvious. If you look at what they did within, I mean, if we look at Infinity War and Endgame being the goal, is that even though they built a lot of characters 
around that, there was really a focus on Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. And then to a degree, you had uh, Hulk and Black Widow and and I, I, I maybe a little Hulk. bit. I would stick with those uh, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, and Hulk. Yeah. But even Hulk didn't really do a lot outside of the Avengers. So you had other characters that came along like Ant-Man and things like that. But the focus was, you know, Captain America got three movies and then Iron Man got three movies and Thor got, I guess, three. He had three movies also before. So they were able to focus on a couple of characters, have a couple other characters that come along as well. And so when you get to, to end game, yeah, you got a big story with all these characters, but you got a couple characters you're really rooting for, which is Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. And, and, and even, and if you think about the way those movies worked, each one of those characters kind of led a section of the movie and everything. Um, I think what they've been doing since Endgame is just taking characters and throwing them at the wall and throwing them at the wall. And they keep throwing more characters at us. And then they have an end. Then they have the, uh, the Marvel Easter egg at the end. They throw another character at us. And then that character never goes anywhere anymore. Cause they're so busy throwing more characters at us. And I think that is hurting them in that it, even if there is a story direction, they're trying to go in. Um, which I'm not even sure they are anymore with, with what they did with Kang, but, um, it's just, it's not, it's not working well because it's just too many characters. We have no foot. We have, we don't have any, like, what is the, what is the character in the current phase of Marvel that you're into that you're rooting for? I, I can't even think of a character that I really it's like. Marvel. Yeah, Ms. okay, Ms. Ms. Marvel. I, I like Miss Marvel a lot. Uh, I like Moonlight Knight a lot. Black Widow's or uh, Black Panther's sister. Okay, so Black even Panther. her, even okay. she had one movie. But okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, right. So it's it's kind of you know. I mean, I don't know. I just I just feel like they they are trying to do too much. And it's by doing too much, there's no focus. And it is just every movie is just a throw it at the throw at the screen, see what people like, throw at the screen, see what people like. And they're they're trying to get so much out there that it's not it's not everything is not everything is bad. Again, I know I'm the only one that liked Guardians three, but. You know, it was only it was only a little over a year ago that we had Black Panther 2, which I thought was a great movie. Now, in um, your defense, Pete, mm-hmm. Steve also gave Guardians 3 a three and a half. OK, so I guess I wasn't the only one. Well, I only gave it a four, I think. Right. You gave it a three and a half. I gave it a three and a half, too. Oh, yeah. oh Steve. Hey, you and me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was the, I was the main one defending it, though. Uh, but. Um, yeah, so I so there's been some good stuff in there. As you said, uh, you know, WandaVision was post endgame. That was good. Um, I think the Loki series was has was good. So I don't think they're a complete disaster that uh like the DC universe is, which pretty much every movie is terrible. The DC um, universe does good on TV shows. The DC universe, I feel like when you have Arrow and you have Supergirl um, and uh, the Flash. Yeah, that's that's uh, actually a separate. Yeah, that's their television universe. You're right. That's stuff. I guess different than the movies, though. Yeah, true. But their their television is so good. Right. But their their movies are garbage, except for the first two thirds of Wonder Woman. (laughs) Um. I know Christopher Reeve was pretty good. Oh yeah, if we go back then, I actually <laughs> we're getting way off track. But I actually watched Superman one on the plane uh, this past week. I downloaded it, and while it's a little sl- slow moving, he is so good in that role. 
<laughs> I mean, it's 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 definitely you know going back and watching it, it's like this still this still works, man. But anyways, um, yeah, I I don't know if they don't if they don't do something to course correct here. I would really like them to see them kind of separate their TV from their movies instead of have it trying to have the TV compliment or use just use the TV to introduce the minor characters that are going to fill in the spaces and give us a movie series where we focus on, you know, again, three to six characters and we know who main good guys are. Um, you know, again, the, the Avengers, focused on as you say those main four and you know part of how they worked infinity war and ed game is that they snapped a whole bunch of people but guess who survived infinity war it was captain america and iron man and the hulk and thor right because they wanted because that was the story they were telling those main through characters and we i think we need those main through characters again uh steve i'll let you give your opinion here um, <laughs> went on for a while pete, pete you covered a lot of what i'd say i feel like they don't really know where they're going yet and they feel like the prior ones they definitely had a plan and so they sort of have a plan and they change plans and like you i don't think they find found their main characters they keep on throwing characters out but no one's really hit with the audience which again it's because they don't have a plan there's nothing there that's grasping us going, like, who's going to be the new set really of Avengers? Because I've been hearing, oh, the young Avengers, who's going to be the new group coming up? I think maybe if they focused on that, the new crop coming up, maybe it would grab our attention. I mean, like, like the end of this movie, um, when it was um, a Miss Marvel and the one from Hawkeye, sort of, the, like you said, that interesting test. Here's another character, but... I'm going to say ditto on on basically everything that Pete said. He took all the words out of my mouth. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, it happened. Um, I mean, Young Avengers has been telegraphed since Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, because one of the, the grandson of the original guy who got the injection goes into the Young Avengers. Um, I talked to... You guys remember Micah from a couple seasons ago. I've talked with Micah a lot about this, and basically that's the next direction they're going to go. Um, I think part of the issue is Marvel has a superstar problem in the fact that anybody who is a name actor, or just about anybody who is a name actor today, has already been someone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> because yeah. You've got Robert Downey Jr. was your name who you built the MCU around as Iron Man. Um, he, I mean, bringing him in as Iron Man in the first one with um, Gwyneth Paltrow, there's your two headliners that drew everyone in to get them interested in this. I don't know where they go now that he's dead and apparently everyone else is just out there and not really getting involved in things. Or if they're getting involved in things, they're getting involved in things on their own. Um, I would love to see... I would like to actually see more. If you're going to truly be a handoff to the Young Avengers and handoff to the next generation of superheroes, you have to have the old superheroes in there to truly pass the torch. If by, I mean, if yes, Valkyrie was in this one, but if you didn't recognize her from the looks, they never said her name. They never said who she was. They just assumed you knew. I had to look it up to make sure, okay, yeah, that is who that is supposed to be. I didn't know if it was that or if they were trying to bring in a, a new friend of hers. And where are the Asgardians living at the moment? Are they still in that rocket ship? No, they're they're on Earth. Oh, they're on Earth now. Yeah. So now they're taking all the they're taking them all back. <sighs> okay. Yeah, they took, they took be, more scrolls to Earth apparently. Invasion. But now they're taking more scrolls to Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah. That doesn't work. Um 
And I think they have a. There's no one you're rooting against. Because all of the villains are very forgettable. Yeah, for sure. Every villain since. I hesitate to call uh, Wanda in Universe of Madness a a true villain just because of what she was dealing with internally and why she was doing what she was. I know they wanted you to think she was the big bad of the whole thing, but I had a hard time dealing with that. Um, But every villain is a one-off. And okay, you're going to build it around Captain... the new uh, Sam has a Captain America movie coming out eventually another year and a half, another two years sometime. And we haven't seen him since 2021 or 2022, 2021. It's got to be at least 2021 since Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So look at the back of my hat. All of a sudden you're looking four or five years of uh, 2020. 2020. So you're looking at least five or six years of not seeing these characters or even mentioning these characters. Mm -hmm. It's you've got a free, you've got people that are growing out of Marvel to a point of the generation that came up growing up with that was 13 when the first Iron Man came out now and was 23, 22 ish 25 when Infinity War came out all of a sudden now they're getting into their 30s and you haven't kept their attention and you have no reason to bring out you have not brought out someone that's going to pull in the next generation of 12 year olds yeah and like another I mean you you made a great example with um, uh Sam there from from the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. Shang-Chi, which came out right after. So the, I, I want to say that was 20. Tw- it was right after the uh, pandemic, right? So was that 2020 also or? Uh, let me take I'll I'll take a look while you keep talking. Okay. But anyways, e- even if it was 2021, I mean, that yeah, I think it was 2020, the end of late 2020. That movie was four years ago. We have not seen anything from that character. Even though at the end of the movie he shows up, talk, he, he's talking to uh, Hulk and and it's Captain like, Marvel. It's been about two and a half years. It's been sept- it was September third, twenty twenty one, when it came out. Twenty twenty one. Okay, so, so two and a half yeah. years. Yeah. But even so, there's no sign of them making a sequel to that movie. They have not announced it. They have not mentioned it or anything like that. That was a pretty charming character. Pretty good movie. So it was a solid movie. I don't. I, it wasn't yeah. the best Marvel movie, but I, I don't think any of us hated it build on that character don't bury him for five years i mean heck i gave it a three yeah right yeah i think i think we all gave it a three or higher you know i mean so it was it was a solid movie you you gotta i don't know i mean i I completely agree with what you're saying derek because like my daughter said to me the other she's like i'm just not i'm just not that into marvel anymore it's not, not you know most of it's not very good she loved Guardians 3 because she's a huge Rocket fan. Um, but the new stuff, she just isn't interested in any of the characters because they don't they don't spend enough time with them. I, so I don't know. Tom I, I, Loki for the younger kids was too old. And now all of a sudden he's the he's about the one character that they've still been going from the original group. Right. Now he's been written out, essentially. Yeah, and you can't. I want to know can't, where's where's um where's Spider Man? Where is the live action Spider Man? We haven't seen him in a, several years. Yeah, so, well, a year and a half, but yeah. Well, but yeah, I, it's a good movie in a couple of years. Spider Man's tricky because it's owned by Sony, so I I can I, kind of forgive Marvel that that yeah that they got to make things work with Sony to get him to get that character in their movies and they have so actually i guess oh no wait never mind um only yet no no disney has some hot song uh but i as i said i think i think some more focus on a central core of characters whether that's a young avengers 
I would be fine with that. Bring Kate Bishop, bring uh, Kamala Khan, bring um, I, I, I can't think of any other ones. The, uh, uh, the, the new black black widow sister. Um, right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I can't think of her name in Yelena, right? Yelena. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bring, bring these characters and let's see more of them and build the story with these characters. That's, that's the way you fix it, I think. But and if you want to tie into the old ones, the main mentor of the young Avengers is vision. Yeah. In the comics, that is where that character may come back in, in the movies, because since we have seen him in WandaVision in 2020, who knows where he has gone? He's just yeah, been white, white vision. White vision has just been out there, yeah. apparently. So, yeah, I mean, and and Kay, I think Kevin Feige probably had an original plot, but I think there have been some stuff recently that has changed that. I would, I would be willing to bet the idea he had that started with WandaVision is not the same idea he has now. Just I think of, I, I think I, so too. I can see that. So, which is part of the issue because I agree. From the first Iron Man, he had an idea where he wanted to go. I think since WandaVision, that idea has changed several times, and it shows in the movies yeah. and the mm-hmm. shows. So, okay, as we always do. When we watch a movie, we give it a or a series, we give it a cup of Pixie Dust out of five ratings for the Marvels. Kate, what is your rating? I'm giving it a three. Go ahead, Pete. Um I'm gonna give it Oh, I have such a hard time because I said it's 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 literally the definition of a middle middle of the road movie which is technically a two and a half i kind of want to give it a two um because i just don't want to go back to it um i'm gonna give it a two i'm gonna give it a two okay is it closer to lady in the tramp for you or the new haunted mansion for you because you gave lady and tramp with two the new haunted mansion at two and a half so closer to lady in the tramp Okay, so yeah, two. Two, okay. two. Yeah, it's I it, it it as I said, the longer I sat on it, the the lower my mark, so uh two. And it's two and a half for me. I I mean, I liked it, didn't love it. Don't want to watch it again, but two and a half. Okay. Um I'm going to go one. Just I it, I didn't hate it, but I would I mean there are several things that we have watched lately that I would literally watch, you know, while, while Tron may be a little bit of a stretch to watch be- again before this, <laughs> like he did technically give it a one and a half. Um, looking at a bunch of my other ratings, I would watch, I'm like, for example, I would watch Lightyear before I would watch this again. Ooh. So it, it just yeah. because this to me, I didn't hate it, but this to me was one of the definition of a completely pointless movie at this point, other than the last middle credit scene to set up officially starting to assemble the young Avengers. But isn't it X-Men? No. Well, no, they did the well, X-Men. Okay. They did with, that at the end. And I think that's going to be what they're going to try and pull in to save the MCU is trying to officially tie in X-Men. Like look at the new Deadpool movie coming out. Is officially going to have Hugh Jackman in his blue and yellow Wolverine outfit. Uh, but no, the mid, yeah, the mid credits, and and maybe because maybe my view of Marvel has changed because they like l- they literally copycatted what what Nick Fury did with Iron Man in the first Iron Man at the end of the first Iron Man movie with uh, Kamala and and Kate uh-huh. Bishop and like. I was so annoyed by it. I was like, why, why are you using the exact same lines? <laughs> like, oh, but it's synergy. And it's to show that this is truly the new beginning. I'm sorry. I can't even do, I can't even do it in fake. Uh-uh. 
Um, but but I, it like I, it, it took me out of the moment by having it, having her say the exact same things that Nick Fury said 15 years ago. Yeah, that's fair. And I will say as far as no one did mention them bringing in X-Men. I think they need to bring the X-Men in hard now to jumpstart the MCU. I think they need to actually be pulling in the X. They've, they've teased it. They've teased it. They've teased it in credit scenes and et cetera. We need to see mutants and mutants that everybody knows or Charles Xavier and not have him get killed off in an alternate universe. But bring in these mutants. They've been teasing the X-Men for a long time now. Yeah. And they're not doing anything with it. So to me, that's one of those either do close, shut up or get off the pot type things. It's it it's you got to Okay. And if how they're going to do it is by having it being the alternate universe and alternate another alternate reality. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want it. I'm sorry. You've already gone so far off the rails in reality. Bring it into the true Marvel. MC. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll say this. I'm okay with that in Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool should be ridiculous. He's, yeah. he's a ridiculous character. He, I mean, he know he knows he's in a movie. <laughs> yeah. And really consider him as part of the MCU. Yeah. I mean, they're bringing them in They're in theory, bringing him into the MCU. That's, that's the only Marvel movie we get in this year. And it's going to be an R rated movie, you know? So it's, it's n- not pulling in the kids. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't. I said I don't. I, I said I. I kind of hope that doesn't yeah. set up the 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 next stage. But I don't know. I don't yeah. even know what to think anymore. Yeah. Okay, Kate. So can it be? Can it be saved? <laughs> I, I, I think. I think it's in trouble. I don't know it whether it can be saved or not. We'll see. So, Kate, yeah. we do have some Disney Plus news this week. What have we got? Do we do have Disney Plus news? First of all, Disney Plus will be streaming the streaming home of the Taylor Swift Eras concert movie. The service reportedly paid $75 million and it will premiere on March 15th. And I think that that was a brilliant move on Disney's part. Good news for all the Chiefs fans. So, brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant move. I'm just curious will it bring in $75 million worth of new subscribers? Possibly, it could. Uh, it it could. Uh, quite, quite honestly, yes. Yeah. Quite honestly, it's it's not a bad move on Disney's part, even if they only pay for a month. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Next up, Percy Jackson will continue to try and steal lightning in a bottle in a just announced second season. Yeah. And I believe that's what we're watching next week, right, Derek? Hey, spoil! Hey, no spoiler! Hey, where's the oh, spoiler? my bad, my bad. Continuing on, instead of being a Disney Plus series, Moana Two will now be the Thanksgiving release for Disney this fall. It was originally supposed to be a new a Disney Plus series coming out. It is now going to be a, the it's our Thanksgiving release. Previews came out. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda will not be doing the music to this one, for better or worse. I mean, because He's either you like his music or his music all sounds the same. So that's fair. Um, It is being reported that the next musical adaptation of a Disney movie is to be filmed and released on the service will be the London version of Frozen the musical. They have also filmed Aladdin for the service, but are holding off on that release because the show is still a box office success. And that's it for the Disney Plus news. Yeah, and they're and they're on that they're trying to piggyback off things like of uh, the Hamilton that they did. Well, and yeah. Waitress did really well in theaters as well. It's yeah. not Disney Plus, but yeah. Waitress did really well. Right. So yeah. I would way rather have Disney do this with their live action <laughs> than make live action versions and make it they make a live action version of uh of Frozen. I would much rather see them give us the stage show as a film. So, and I will say the one I really want to see is Lion King. Mm-hmm. Of what's out there. So, anyway, next week, we, as Kate told us already, 
We are uh, watching the new Percy Jackson series. We've been watching. What? It. That's brand new information. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's such a good. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll start by shutting off our mic. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, gonna be watching the new Percy Jackson series. It follows the first book, right, Steve? Yes. Okay. Yep. The first book, which is Percy Jackson and Lightning Thief. That's my poor attempt at a pun. Yeah, and Steve is going to uh, Steve is going to be our Percy Jackson expert because he has read the book. I've read yeah. the book multiple times. Oh, okay. You might have taught the book. Yes, I taught yeah. the book for seven years. Wow. Okay. So that we have probably in, in in the dozens of times, literally. Then, no. so have you read? Have you read more than just the one book? I've read. I think the two other, because I think there's three in this series, because he has multiple ones. I can't keep track, but I know I've read the two other ones. So, okay. I think I think there's six or seven actual Percy Jackson books, but I think yeah, the original series was three. Three, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as I said, so next week's Percy Jackson. After that, we're going to go back into the vault for a couple. Um, we've got a fun leap year show planned. We've got got a couple Diamond in the Roughs coming up, but. March and April, guys, we need some suggestions. Please email us at plusplatoon at gmo.com. Message us on Facebook somewhere. Let us know what you want us to watch. Because I can pick movies, but if it's something you want us to watch, we'd prefer to do that because they get kind of tired of me picking movies all the time. So um, if you have not already, please um, subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, X, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it's called. Um, guys, if we... Um, but, yeah, please let us know what you want us to watch because I get kind of tired of picking stuff and so far what they've picked hasn't been amazing. Oh, I'm just... Robin Hood was good. Okay. I'm sticking by my statement. So, uh, guys, we have new episodes coming out every Thursday on YouTube and all the major podcasting services for Kate, Pete, and Steve. We've got Gene in the background, and we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at plusplatoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.